We live in a digital world that makes it so easy to disconnect from the real world, but it's our real world that offers us what we truly need. In this episode of Potent Truth, I share my thoughts on the online space while sharing a very important announcement. Tune in and learn about the ways in which social media might be using you, the importance of unplugging from the digital space so you can plug back into the world around you, why you need to honor your unique dharma instead of following in the path of others, and ways in which you can begin offering yourself what you need. FYI, I will be on sabbatical from social media until September, which means that the only way to connect with me will be through text message or my email community. Just text hashtag potent truth to 1781-336-0160 to add yourself to my phone book, which will then offer you the opportunity to text directly with me. And then head to rubyframon.com forward slash connect to stay in touch via email. Those links and more will be in the show notes. I just also want to share that I have two openings for six month one-on-one journeys beginning in August. These six-month journeys offer deep support and guidance to help you cultivate depth in your presence and intimacy and integrity in your life and leadership. Working with me one-on-one is like having me in your back pocket. This is the deepest work that I offer, and these journeys can also include sacred medicine ceremonies. Please note that due to the intimacy of my six-month journeys, these are a five-figure investment. If it calls to you, I invite you to fill out the application form found at rubyframon.com forward slash let's talk. Now, if you're seeking support, but you're not yet ready to invest in a journey, I highly recommend grabbing a copy of my book, Potent Leadership. It's available on Amazon and Audible. Just grab the book at potentleadership.com. Now, whether you are a loyal listener or you're brand new to Potent Truth, please take a moment to download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes and on Spotify. Now it is time to uncover what it actually means to be offline in an online world. Beyond the narrative, underneath the veil of illusion and deep within your center, Therein lies potent truth. Welcome to Potent Truth, where today's leaders, changemakers, and light carriers come together to question the narrative, arrive at potent truth, and lead with sovereignty. What is potency? It's who you are beneath the masks, facades, and protective gear. It's the medicine humanity yearns for, cries out for, prays for, and needs. Your potency is what sets you apart, magnetizes your following, and creates movements. Join me, Ruby Fremont, for weekly guidance, channeled messages, and potent conversations that will take you on a journey of self-discovery. I am here to guide you to a place of unraveling the programming that's been keeping us stuck for generations, unlocking potent truth and expressing it through sovereign leadership. It's time for change. It's time for potent truth. It's no lie that we live in a digital world, a world that is becoming 
more and more plugged in in so many ways, both with our devices and metaphorically speaking, in terms of how we live our lives, in terms of the agenda that's rolling out, in terms of society's evolution to become more dependent on things that are external of us. In fact, this is how we've been raised. This is how we have continued to educate and inform our society is that we need all these other things in order to feel whole. And the digital space is no different. The digital world makes it really easy to hide. It makes it really easy to perform, to pretend, to manipulate, to fake your way into the back pockets of of those who choose to follow you. The online space makes it really easy to position yourself in any way that you choose. You know, nowadays everyone is an expert in something. As human beings, I truly feel like we've lost our way. You know, at some point in our history, there there was a time when we lived as tribes. There was a time when we worked together as communities, when we would not just be bestowed a title or choose a title, but it would be earned. And it's like this entire path, this entire rite of passage or multiple rites of passage because we've really just lost the sense of any form of rite of passage, truthfully speaking. And instead, we are now choosing to don whatever crown we choose to wear. We are choosing to call ourselves whatever we want. I mean, it's a really fucked up, warped world out there where anyone can be anything. And the rite of passage is gone. The idea of earning your way has disappeared. Now, I've worked in and with social media since social media first came out. Facebook first came out in 2004. Twitter came out in 2006. And at the time I was working with a startup company in Vancouver where I was born and raised. And I remember we're all on the edge of our seats waiting for Twitter's platform to come live so that we can snag our handles. And you know, this is why I have at I am Ruby everywhere because I was you know, one of the prime, uh, one of the early adopters for each of these platforms. And my work has always revolved around social media. But at the beginning, and this is what a lot of people don't understand, especially if you're too young to have been using social media at the beginning, um, like in the times of, of MySpace and ICQ, like these were all platforms that came out of this need to connect with each other and offered the ability for us to connect with people around the globe, to connect with people that we weren't able to connect with in in face-to-face form. And that was a beautiful thing. You know, it offered you a place to have conversations with people you couldn't really have conversations with uh, because you didn't know about them. It offered a way for us to see what's going on in other areas of the world, which I personally believe 
allowed us to drop into a deeper sense of compassion and empathy as humanity. And yet somewhere down the line, everything got skewed, of course, as it always does. And social media went from a platform to connect to a platform to perform. And this is how it's being used primarily these days. I'm not going to say always, but primarily. And we all, you know, if you've read my book, Potent Leadership, then you know I speak to this and I address this. And if you haven't read the book, I highly recommend getting the book because <laughs> it speaks directly to this. I want to preface by saying I'm not saying social media is the devil, although there are aspects of it that are pretty evil. Social media is a tool, but it's also something that can use you as a tool. And when you're not conscious, when you're not using social media with deep intention, it will use you and spit you right out. And this is what we're seeing. Whether it's an obsession with crafting the perfect IG bio or an obsession with optics, you know, your numbers, your following, the likes, the engagement, the views... This is a sign that you're getting caught up in the evil of social media, in the illusions and the perception, which is really a metaphor for life in general, right? We get caught up in being liked, in being accepted, in belonging. And yes, this all has to do with our basic human needs, right? We Each of us as a human being has a basic human need to, to feel loved, to belong. I mean, again, we used to live in tribes and communities, and so we are built for connection. And when we don't receive that sense of connection or belonging, it's really easy to feel like shit about yourself in the real world and in the online world. But in the online world, that has become super, super manipulated because of things like the like button, the love button, the, the number of followers this world that we live in, the real world, is filled with illusions and optics and perception, but the online world is riddled with it. I mean, that's really all it is. And as a service-based entrepreneur, I can say this, I've observed this in clients and in people that I've worked with, in peers, in myself. Um, it seems like a lot of service-based entrepreneurs are falling into the trap most of them are doing this unconsciously, I want to emphasize, and there's no shame around this. I'm not judging anyone. I have done this, but a lot of service-based entrepreneurs are forgetting all about service and have become more focused on positioning themselves, on how to market themselves, on how to share their gifts with the world, yet all of which takes them away from deepening their service, sharpening their skills, enhancing their toolbox. Social media, really, it, it offers this platform to grow your movement. It's a beautiful thing. It really offers you this platform. It's gifted to you. Here it is. Here's a platform for you to grow your movement, for you to connect with more people. Yet so many people have become obsessed with the growth while disconnecting more and more with people in their real life, with people in social media. I've said this before, I've said it in my book, and I'm going to say it again and again and again. Everyone who follows you has made the conscious decision 
to follow you. They've made the conscious decision to be part of your world, to see more of your content. That deserves to be honored and respected. I mean, it's just one big fucking game of mass manipulation at this point. And again, I'm not, I'm not saying this to say social media is the devil. I, I, I will continue to utilize social media in a way that feels really good and nourishing for me and the work that I'm here to do. But what I will not do is position myself in any way, shape, or form that is not true to who I am offline. I want people to meet me and see what they see online. I now want people to see my online space and experience what they experience of me offline. It's all the same. And in this weird world that we're living in, that's unfortunately not the case. We're being met with two, three, four different people in one. Let me just say this, like you can position yourself as the ultimate guru, as the expert, yet you can still be an ignorant asshole in real life. This happens, right? You can position yourself as someone who is so wise and really devoted to your inner work and yet in the real world still be bypassing all of your shit because you get wrapped up in the optics, because you get wrapped up in how you're being seen and perceived. And honestly, this has been my work for years. I've been coaching since 2014. I've been working in the online space since 2005 or six. Um, I've experienced the, the beginning of social media and what it used to be. I have a lot of experience in this space and I've observed a lot, not just in others, <laughs> but in myself. I've observed the impact of social media. I've observed the impact of this digital space. I've observed the impact of being lumped into this fucking category of influencers when I do not see myself as that, right? Every leader, in my opinion, has influence, but not every influencer is a leader. I'm not here primarily to influence. I'm here to serve my dharma and serve the people who are meant to be served by me and this dharma. This is my path. And I utilize the online space to support the the message, to support sharing my message, to support sharing my teachings, to connect with people. And yet things have slowly begun to shift. If you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that um, I've been dieting plant medicines in the jungle in the Shipibo way, in the traditional Shipibo way since 2019 and sitting with the medicine since 2018. That is really when my death cycle began. But going into the jungle time and time again, I've, I've now completed three dietas in the jungle. Every time I go to the jungle, you know, my phone's not working obviously <laughs> you're in the depths of the Amazon jungle. Um, but you're also not meant to be on your phone. So I unplug from the world, uh, for two to three weeks at a time. I unplug from the digital world. And at the same time, I plug back into the real world, to the earth, to the sounds of nature, to 
me and my hammock, feeling into my body, really hearing what my mind is saying because I'm not distracting it with social media. And it's been such a a mind-altering experience to just be offline for that amount of time, for the two to three weeks that I'm in the jungle while I plug back into the real world and plug back into myself. And I think about the, the movie Avatar, which I love, I love so much. But you know how they plug in to nature. That, to me, is the essence of how we're meant to live. And our devices are meant to support us as tools, but we have now become a society who abuses these devices. That's how I see it. And now with the, oh my God, with the influx of AI, we're just going to move further and further away from who we're here to truly be and become more disconnected as human beings and fracture our humanity because we're going to continue to give more power to these devices. That in itself could be a whole other episode. So as I was sharing, you know, going to the jungle and really deepening that work with myself, deepening that connection to myself, I find myself continuing to step away from the spotlight. And when I say spotlight, I mean, if you've been following me for a while or been part of my community for a while, you know that my entire brand has been built in this online space. And I gained a community really quickly. Um, very early on in my career due to my visibility. Visibility was my thing. I mean, there was a point in time when I was publishing a video a day, a fucking video a day. Could you imagine? I cannot even imagine that, doing that right now, especially as a projector in human design. And yet, being in the spotlight served me. Running three-day, 100-person events served me. Speaking on all these different stages served me. Writing articles for different platforms served me. All of it served me. And yet, right now, in this season of my life, as I am still straddling the death and the rebirth, it just no longer feels aligned. And I'm not saying that the misalignment is permanent. I'm just saying that right now in this season of my life, it no longer feels aligned. And I say that intentionally because I want you to remember that life is cyclical, that we work in seasons, that just because you're going through this season of destruction doesn't mean that you're going to be in that season forever. Just because you go through the season of grief or of death doesn't mean you're going to get stuck there. It's a season. We're human beings living in, 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 connection with Pachamama and everything in our world, in our natural world works in cycles. And we get to honor those cycles. And yet with the influx of this digital world almost uh, taking over humanity, we have lost sense of the cyclical nature of humans, of how we're meant to live. And this has a lot of people sacrificing their needs in exchange for the optics, in exchange for the gram, in exchange for, for the following, whatever it is. But for me right now in this season of my life, it just no longer feels aligned. This past year, I'm not going to lie, it has been a lot. I have gone through multiple big T traumas. 
But this past experience, and I shouldn't even say past because we're still in the middle of it, this journey with Leia to seek justice for Leia, it has been one that has brought me to my knees every single day. And quite frankly, I'm just craving more space. I'm craving more solitude. I'm craving to really live in and be in the intimate spaces that I create in my real world, whether it's with clients or with family or with friends. I'm craving to be more offline so I can plug back into myself and into my life, especially during this season, which feels like a really pivotal season for me. As I addressed in episodes 268 and 269, if you haven't listened to those episodes, I highly recommend going back and listening to them. They're my episodes on death and rebirth. I shared that I've been on a really long season of death ever since I first met ayahuasca in 2018. It feels like I have been in this cycle of death. And my rebirth is here because I can see it, I can feel it, I can taste it. I, it's tangible. The, the vision is very clear. Um, the, my dharma has evolved and I can see it all. I can feel it all. Yet due to the legal journey that I am in with Leia, I feel as if I'm still straddled between death and rebirth, as if I'm not able to fully heal and complete this season because my wounds continue to be reopened and ripped open. (laughs) I've never in my life encountered such a deep web of evil, nor have I ever had my personal truth and who I am challenged more than it's being challenged right now. It's been a really long season of death. And over the years, I've shed so many different identities from letting go of pieces of my career, like the three-day event with 100 people, like programs and offerings, people, friendships, Uh, identities and versions of my life. Yet this past year has had me shedding more than I ever imagined possible. It's had me grieving everything that I thought I was, but it's brought me in direct connection with my truest and highest self. There's so much more that I want to share. I've been grieving much more than I can publicly share at this time due to the legal journey. But I, I stand firmly in faith knowing that the truth shall prevail and when the time is right, I'll be able to share my story. But for now, it's, I just want you to know this. When we shed 
layers of ourselves, when we shed identities, when we shed versions of our lives that we thought were true, it's hard. It brings up a massive grieving process. It's really difficult, and yet there's so much beauty in it because it brings you in deeper connection with your true self, with your highest self. I feel more open than ever. I feel more connected than ever, both to myself and to God. And I'm experiencing more clarity than ever with regards to who I am, what I stand for, and my dharma, my path. It's truly such a potent time in my life. And I wish to really honor this time by offering myself the space that I really need. So I've chosen to take a sabbatical from the online space. And, you know, it's interesting because I feel I have a pretty healthy relationship with the online space. At the beginning of this year, the beginning of 2023 is when I unfollowed everyone. And this wasn't out of a place of arrogance or ego. It was really just to clear my fucking head and to regain stability in my truth because as I've mentioned, I'm going through a lot right now with our journey to seek justice for Leia. And it's been a really tough time that has challenged me and challenged my truth. So by unfollowing everyone, it felt like that offered me the space that I needed to just like breathe and share from my heart. And yet what I've realized over the past month or so is that it's not enough space. My wounds continue to be reopened. This journey is far from being over. And I get to honor the space that I need. So why am I choosing to take a sabbatical? Well, one, to offer myself continued space to heal. I have been doing my healing work behind the scenes And it's been wonderful. I feel super supported by the people who are in my life supporting me on this healing journey. And there is an invitation for me to go deeper. So I'm choosing to take a sabbatical to offer myself more space to heal. I'm also choosing to take a sabbatical to protect and honor my energy. I am especially sensitive these days. I feel more in my heart center than ever. And also as if my psychic gifts are are just really, really open in this time. I, I just feel really open and I want to do what I can to continue protecting and honoring my energy, whether it's my psychic energy, my emotional energy, my mental energy, my physical energy. I get to honor these things. I'm also taking the sabbatical to really clear my mind as I drop into a season of creation. I've said this so many times before, but creativity really needs space to breathe. You know, this is why we get the best ideas in the shower or driving. We need spaciousness in order to tap into that creative flow. And I am dropping into a season of creation, a season that will have me really integrating the shifts and the evolution into my work and into my dharma so that the way in which I serve, 
the way in which I hold space really is a direct reflection of how I how I'm meant to serve. It's a direct reflection of my dharma and my path. And so there's a lot of changes that are coming going to come in, going to drop in through this sabbatical as I will be stepping into a season of creation. And that includes a new course on integration. Um, so if you are seeking support with plant medicine integration, this course will be for you. Um, so that is coming up soon. Um, feel free to get on the wait list for that, rubyframon.com forward slash integration. I'll have that link in the show notes. But I really just feel called to honor the space that I need to create this from a very heart-centered place. And then the fourth reason why I'm choosing to take the sabbatical is to deepen my service to my clients and to my dharma. There's nothing I love more than serving my clients, whether it's in person or online. And the more I do in-person work, whether it's ceremonial work or immersives, the more I crave it. You know, it's funny because a few years ago, I was one of those entrepreneurs who was like, yeah, I've got to scale. I've got to grow my business. And now it's like I'm going in the opposite direction. More one-on-one, please. More ceremonies, please. More in-person, please, because that feels nourishing. That feels good. I love the intimacy that that offers. And it just truly calls to me as part of my dharma and part of my path. And I share that just to remind you that your path doesn't need to align with the path of all these other entrepreneurs that you see online. You are unique, just as I am unique. My path is unique. The way in which I serve is unique. The same goes for you. We each have our medicine to offer the world and and to ourselves, and it's up to us to really honor that medicine. So with that being said, I'm taking a sabbatical which means the podcast will also be on hold. I'll be back in September with new episodes of the podcast. I'll be back on social media in September, but for now, I am going to be offline, not on social media, no more podcast episodes. But I mean, you've got like over 200 episodes to catch up on if you haven't listened to them all and they're really, really good. So just stay tuned for that. I will be back in September. If you want to stay in touch, in the meantime, you can stay in touch with me via text or email. That's the best way to stay in touch. Um, Just text hashtag potent truth to 17813360160. This will get you into my address book. And once you've filled out your information, then you will be able to text directly with me. So the text messages do come to me. It's just the first message that you send is going to be automated. It's going to ask you to fill out your information in my address book. And then once you're in, you're in. We can text directly with each other. It's great. Um, And if you prefer email, just head to rubyfremont.com forward slash connect and enter your email information and stay in communication with me that way. As I mentioned, a new offering will be birthed soon after I return in September. And that's going to be the integration course. And it's something that feels really aligned with my dharma, with my path, especially with this path that I am devoted to with plant medicine. It just feels right. Things are going to look different because I am different. You know, our experiences shape us. 
And when we are conscious uh, with the impact of our experiences, we can allow those experiences to shape us in a way that feels more centered with our truth. The truth is, is, is I have evolved. My traumas have shaped me into who I am today. And as I continue to heal from this journey to seek justice for Leia, I will continue to evolve. And I will continue to reflect that evolution into my service and into my work. Thank you for joining me for another episode of Potent Truth, where I am taking you on a journey to challenge illusion and lead with sovereignty. Now, since I'll be on sabbatical from social media until September, the only ways to connect with me will be through text message or my email community. All you have to do is text hashtag potent truth to 1781-336-0160 to add yourself to my phone book, which will then offer you the opportunity to text directly with me. And then head to rubyframon.com forward slash connect to stay in touch via email. Little announcement, I have two openings for six-month one-on-one journeys beginning in August. These six-month journeys offer deep support and guidance to help you cultivate depth in your presence and intimacy and integrity in your life and leadership. Working with me one-on-one is like having me in your back pocket. This is the deepest and most profound work that I offer, and these journeys can also include sacred medicine ceremonies. Please note that due to the intimacy of my six-month journeys, they are a five-figure investment. If this calls to you, if you have felt guided to work with me in some way, shape, or form, if you're ready to really deepen your presence and lead your life and leadership with intimacy and integrity, I invite you to fill out the application form found at rubyframon.com forward slash let's talk. And of course, if you're seeking support, but you're not yet ready to invest in a six month journey, I highly recommend grabbing a copy of my book, Potent Leadership. It's available on Amazon and on Audible. Just head to potentleadership.com for that link and grab your copy of the book today. Make sure you download a few episodes and drop a rating and review on iTunes and Spotify. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you so much for being part of the Potent Truth Movement. Aho, leaders.